Hey guys, good morning. Skip here, October 2nd, uh, 2022. We are rapidly wrapping up this year. Uh, boy, it goes by. Uh, you know, there's a strange paradox in this life that uh, when you're my age, anyway, I'll be 57 in a month. And, uh, you know, when it, when it flies by so fast, yet... <laughs> You uh, can't seem to slow it down, and and you know you want certain things to speed up, like work. You, you just your priorities change when you're my age. That's what I'm trying to say. So uh, let's take a moment, and slow things down, and talk about uh, who we are. Who are we? What are we? What's our goal? Uh, it's easy to point out what the issues are. At least for me, I, I think for most people that, you know, I, I talk a lot and I need to talk a lot about how the reality we have created is false. You, you've heard that if you've listened to any of the, gosh, 470 whatever episodes. Uh, I'm going to say something like that every time because uh, we humans, we leak, <laughs> we, we leak ideas, we leak a truth that we forget it, we fall back asleep. So... Please know that, that um, I'm going to say that we live in a false reality every time I speak to you. But I, I just want to take a moment to remind us of, of who we are and what this is. Because, you know, who you really are is not who you think you are. Who, who we really are is not who we think we are, you know. Most of us look at a mirror and we're disappointed or we see something that's wrong anyway. We get up and go to a job that might be satisfying, but there's probably more than likely something wrong. Uh, we, you know, maybe we practice a, a hobby. We find ourselves being self-critical of how we pursue that hobby or practice that hobby. You know, maybe we play an instrument, maybe we paint, maybe we quilt, you know, whatever, play softball, whatever it is. We've learned to be so hyper self-critical. Now, being self-critical is a part of being self-aware, and you can't deny that, that, that we have to be able to say, you know, I can do better problem is this, folks, when it comes to criticizing ourselves, is that the, the, the rubric, the, 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 the way in which we have learned to criticize ourselves is based in false assumptions and false expectations. And therefore, the criticisms are, for the most part, false. And that's why a lot of times when we're criticized, we, we take it so deeply personal. Because we know, unless we're obviously wrong, we know on some level whoever's criticizing us doesn't know the whole picture, doesn't have all the information to make a criticism the way they are. And because no one knows the truth, no one knows us better than us, and especially if we have some degree of self-awareness. 
And so no one really has the right to criticize. Now, <clears throat> I think you have to be able to listen to constructive criticism, to loving criticism, to nurturing criticism. And very rarely do we give that because we, we ourselves often are functioning out of our own <laughs> uh, brokenness. In other words, a lot of times when people criticize us, criticize you, criticize me, criticize each other, that's more about them and their own lack than about, about the actual act. So, I mean, there's a, there's a place for people to help us be better. We have to be able to be mentored, uh, coached in loving ways, but they have to be loving ways. You can't be negatively critical of, and, and, and help people be better. It just doesn't work that way. And neither can we do that to ourselves, which is what we do when we look in the mirror, when we analyze who we are. We see what is wrong. And the reason we see what is wrong, here it is, is because we are taught to see what is wrong. We're not taught to mentor ourselves. We're not taught to coach ourselves in a loving way. We're not taught to mentor others or coach others or help others in a loving way because we're taught that it's about us. And so we live in this sort of negative torrent of, of emotion always. Uh, there's a, a person where I work, a, a lady, older lady, seems like a decent person, but there's always something wrong. There's always, uh, she's always willing to point out what someone else has done wrong. But when, she, when someone points out what she's done wrong, there's a real defensiveness. I'm not judging this person. I'm using her as an example because I think that's sort of the way we are. We have developed these false egos, these false persona, this false criteria of being us, and we defend it. And it's not authentic. It's not authentic. Uh, criticizing is going to happen, but it can't happen outside of, of relationship. It can't happen outside of the presence of the other person. Uh, I worked in a career for years in the, in the church where there is a habitual learned behavior about criticizing people behind their back. It's very passive, aggressive stuff, quite destructive, and it, it happens everywhere. Uh, and it happens in families. It, it happens everywhere, and it's, it's really very destructive and very inauthentic. It is not authentic. If we have something to say to someone, we need to sit and talk to that person. If they don't listen, then we, as Jesus says, need to knock the dust off our feet and move on. So that, <clears throat> that self-awareness that we develop as we grow spiritually, uh, if it is done correctly, <clears throat> excuse me, will lead us to uh, understanding that we don't uh, build a family, we don't build a team, we don't build a self-esteem, 
We don't build anything out of negative criticism. Excuse me, when I get a drink. And yet, it seems to be the way we are. Now, don't sugarcoat life. <clears throat> don't don't sugarcoat it. Don't tell people they're fantastic at something when they're not, because it just hurts them. But you don't need to tell them they're the worst in the world. You can either mentor them or or leave them be. You can either help them or don't get involved. Uh, and that's so important. Um, I think I the way I approach this is I think everyone can be good at something, uh, but they have to have the ability to be attentive to what you're teaching. And if that teaching isn't working, then it's not meant to be, and you got to let it go. Um, the other thing I want to say about criticism, especially self-criticism, and I have already said it in this podcast, but I'm going to say it again, is that we live in a set of standards that are created by humans. That we are taught to feel guilty and shameful about things we shouldn't. Uh, for instance, when someone who uh, is gay or lesbian uh, finally comes out, what you'll hear from them is they lived in years of, of shame and guilt, really for no reason. <laughs> and that shame and guilt came from uh, a false understanding of morality that the world has. Uh, that's one example, you know, uh, the same is true with people early in recovery. They, they have shame and guilt. Now they've done, they've probably done some stuff, uh, if they're addicts, uh, but what happens is the morality of the world doesn't nurture them and help them. It piles guilt and shame upon them. Brothers and sisters, prisons are full of people who are probably very decent people who live under tons and years of shame and guilt and can't get out of it. Because shame and guilt come from these false notions of what it means to be human. It comes from this, and, and that's where criticism comes from, false criticism. Uh, it comes from these notions about what we believe uh, right and wrong is. The problem is that's subjective. When you meet someone who's a religious fundamentalist who has determined they're right, and you know for a fact they're wrong, because your experience is something different, uh, that's really sort of a, a, the perfect example of what I'm talking about. That person and their morality will criticize you uh, because they have been programmed to believe that uh, there are ways in which people should behave that don't agree with their concept. That's a very individual, subjective thing. Now, I'm going to give my usual caveat. It doesn't mean you get to go do what you want. You can't justify drinking a fifth of whiskey every day because you can't function because it's bad for you physically, because you are just piling on another layer of false reality. There are things we can't justify, but there are things that are okay, that the things that are actually good that this world is called shameful. Uh, 
And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be the moral police, but uh, there are things that we perceive as destructive that, that aren't. <laughs> uh, such as having an open mind. I mean, a, a religious fundamentalist believes that true spiritual exploration is destructive. It is not. It is who we are. So, let me land the plane here. Let me, let me wrap her up. The criticisms that we've learned to give ourselves and others are based in a false perception of reality. Our job as spiritual beings is to explore who we truly are. And we will discover that, yeah, there are some things we cannot justify, uh, things that can be harmful. But there's a lot of things in this world that, that people criticize each other for that are the way humans are. And I'll leave you with that. I'll leave you with, with the question, you know, what are those? And uh, I wish you and I hope for you the best on your journey. We'll talk to you real soon, friends. Bye-bye.